Ashley Brock, reading Diane Palmer's book, The Winter Soldier, Chapter 6. Lisa settled in at the ranch, much to the interest of size cowboys, who walked around with stunned expressions every time they saw her. Most people around Jacobsville had the same attitude, because of size remoteness. Of course, he had dropped the charges against Bel Belinda Craig's rebellious young charge at her summer youth camp when the lad had been caught trespassing on his property and he'd taken candy marshall that nice young woman from the local cattlemen's association out to the bar to look for guy fenton when he'd been drunk for the last time before he fell in love with candy and married her but other than those two incidents he kept to himself and had little if anything to do with women now here was lisa monroe a young widow alone and pregnant living with him it was delicious gossip as i had predicted the man who was arrested for breaking into lisa's house had skipped bond and left the country they didn't let her out of the woods though he assured her lopez wouldn't stop until he accomplished whatever goal he'd set since it was common knowledge that Lisa was staying with Cy, the drug lord wouldn't have far to look to find her. Also, as Cy predicted, an anonymous tip led sheriff's deputies to the honey warehouse behind Cy's ranch. The flats of jars in the beehives Harley had watched them up unload were searched and searched again by deputies dea agents and drug-sniffing dogs predictably they found nothing illegal and it went away didn't take a genius to realize that it would be hard to get the law enforcement people out there again without vivid concrete evidence of illegal operations gossip was that the owners of the new business had already threatened a multi-million dollar lawsuit against the various agencies for just setting foot on the property jacobsville was a small town in a small county and the sheriff's department already had had such a tiny budget that they hadn't had a raise in two years the county commissioner went pale at the thought of even a small lawsuit like it or not the sheriff was constrained by politics and capital there was one encouraging new development rodrigo the mexican national who'd successfully infiltrated Lopez's distribution network, managed to get a brief message to Ebb Scott saying that a huge shipment of cocaine paste was scheduled to be shipped into the country soon through Mexico. He had few details as yet, but when but would keep his eyes and ears open and report anything pertaining to the shipment as soon as he heard it. Lisa overheard Cy talking with Ebb Scott on a shortwave radio, an odd way to communicate, she thought, when the telephone was right beside him. When he gave his call sign and cut the unit off, she asked him about this, he indicated, to, as a scrambler. It's high-tech, not a conventional shortwave device. She shook her head as she studied the array of electronical gadgets in the study where Cy did his book work. I've never seen so many strange-looking things. Didn't Walt have equipment like this, he asked curiously. If he did, he kept it someplace else she sighed thinking of walt's horrible end in their very brief marriage absently her hand went to her belly you were up walking the floor last night he commented why she said i had some more cramps she murmured but she wasn't too concerned when she called the doctor she was told it wasn't so unusual to have twinges now and again he scrawled water this isn't the first time you've had cramping you need to call a doctor I did, day before yesterday, she reminded him. He said it's fairly common complaint in early pregnancy, and as long as there's no bleeding, there's no reason to worry. Actually, I feel better than I have for weeks. So I managed not to say that she looked delectable, but she did. Her long, soft hair was loose around her shoulders, and even with glasses on, she was pretty. He liked the lip 
little tipped tilted nose and the full soft bow of a mouth he liked the way she watched him like a curious little bird when he worked around the range he especially liked the way she looked in cut off jeans that showed the curves of her legs up to the thighs and the way her knit blouse outlined her firm small breasts he remembered the feel of her in his arms the softness of her youth young mouth and his whole body clenched she didn't know couldn't know what an ordeal it was for him to be in the same house with her and never touch her but he didn't want her to feel threatened she was at risk and she had no place else to go she lifted both eyebrows when she saw that the dark scowl over his green eyes was getting more ominous by the minute what's wrong she asked don't go out in the yard like that he said abruptly she looked down on herself and then back at him puzzled i beg your pardon you heard me he stood up towering over her that was a mistake because now he could see the upper curves of her breast that her knit blouse left visible i don't want my men leering at you especially harley he thought angrily her eyes kindled with humor you're leering at me right now she pointed out grinning because he obviously found her attractive her knee suddenly fell wobbly i'm not leering i'm noticing but if i've got some young men with bucking hormones and to them a young woman in a steel drum would probably look sexy wear jeans and a blouse to buttons to your throat bucking hormones she means that's a new one you aren't that naive he grumbled he grumbled you are married you can tell when a man wants you not really she wanted to tell him walden only slept with her twice and apparently had to force himself both times he wasn't really attracted to her physically and the feeling had been mutual it wasn't that way with sigh she looked at him and her knees went weak i'm not wearing a steel drum around the place to do housework she informed him. hormones or no hormones heavens i'm pregnant who's going to make a pass at a pregnant woman any man under 80 who sees you dressed like that i said like up to and including me her heart jumped into her throat as her eyes lifted to his and were captivated she felt the breath rush past her parted lips as the look intensified making her feel odd in the strangest places even more stronger than the night at the opera she remembered the taste of his mouth on hers and no matter how disloyal might have been to her late husband she wanted it again would you really she asked he looked uncomfortable we were talking about how you're dressed when you go outside around the window men don't wear shorts and low-cut blouses are you telling me that grown men can't control themselves and i have to go around in a coat all summer to keep them from being distracted she wanted to know that's not fair oh well of course it's not fair but men are going to look when there's something to see although legislation in the world won't kill basic human instinct and that one is hundreds of thousands of years old her eyes dropped his hard mouth she remembered not for the first time how delicious it felt when he kissed her then she felt guilty for even the thought she was forgetting walt something that Cy hadn't he hadn't touched her again since she moved in he was respecting her husband's death she was sorry about walt but when she got close to Cy, her emotions were all over the place harley seems to spend a lot of time in the house lately he remarked unexpectedly he gathers the eggs for me she replied fighting down the excitement she felt as his green gaze slid over her once again ever since you found that chicken snake in the hen house i've been nervous about putting my hand in the nest we moved the chicken snake into the barn here minor well it isn't in handcuffs or anything now is it she demanded it can go wherever it wants to and i've noticed that snakes seem to feel vilely attractions to anyone who's scared of them in that case i don't suppose even the house is safe she immediately started looking around her feet and he burst out of never mind he said i guess harley's better than a snake at that
I know he isn't what he pretends to be, she replied with a smile. But he's nice. Besides, she added with a calculating look that he missed. Isn't he hoping to keep an eye on those people who set up the honey warehouse next door to you? He didn't like that. Not one bit. Ebbett agreed to let Harley spy on the drug dealers if he kept his mouth shut. Quite obviously, he'd been bragging about his exploits to Lisa. Did he tell you that? He asked quietly. She didn't quite trust the look in his eyes. She didn't want to get Harley in trouble. On the other hand, she didn't like telling lies. He mentioned that he was watching them to make sure the bees didn't threaten your purebred cattle. She said which was the truth, or at least what Harley had told her. I'll see. He relaxed visibly, and she knew she'd said the right thing. She wondered why he was so concerned about bees when plenty of people around Jacobsville kept them. Maybe he had a hidden fear of flying insects. Size green eyes narrowed. Harley was young, in his late twenties, and despite his bravado and peak physical condition, Cy was thirty-five and scored inside and out. Perhaps Lisa couldn't help liking the younger man, and he had been kind to her. If you'd rather I ask someone else to fetch the eggs, I can. She began trying to find a way to erase that dark scowl on his lean face. Of course not, he said once. Why should I mind? He left her wondering about that, and she went back to what she'd been doing. Two days later, Sai came into the kitchen and found Harley holding Lisa's hand in the living room. Both of them turned and jerked at his sudden appearance. Appearance. Harley's high cheekbones colored as Sai's green eyes glittered at him like a poisonous snake uncooling. Hi, boss, he said with forced enthusiasm. I was, uh, just showing Lisa, Miss, Mrs. Monroe, how to break a hole. Yes, he was, Lisa said quite quickly. I lost my place because I almost dropped a book. She had one of those same tight jeans and a yellow sweater with a V-neck that mutt was much too low when she bent over. Size unsmiling serenity made her feel as if she'd just committed adultery. She put on the outfit deliberately, not for Harley, but for Sai. He had been near her until now. Harley had. <laughs> I'd better get back to the garage now, I guess. Harley said, still flushed. She was wearing a white t-shirt and jeans with a red, red red sticking out of the back pocket. Um, overhaul in the cattle truck boss. Good. Had you better go do it. Sai asked with a bite in his voice that he seldom used these days. He looked dangerous. Something Harley noted with surprise. Sure thing. Harley went through the kitchen and out the back door without another word. He really was showing me how to get out of a hole, she told Sai with her hands on his hips. Sai moved toward her, too jealous to think properly. Was he now? You learned the lesson? Show me. Let's see you get out of this hold. He had her around the waist and flushed against every line of his lean, powerful body before she could speak. She opened her mouth to protest, and his lips claimed hers, hungry and rough and demanding. She wanted to fight. She really did. But the closeness of him, the warmth, the strength of him drained her of every semblance of protest. With a tiny little cry, she slid her arms under his and pushed as close as she could get, answering that hard kiss with all the pent-up longing of the week since he touched her. She felt a shudder go through him, even as her own body rippled with passion. She said something against her mouth that she didn't hear, didn't understand. Her mouth pushed up against his, answering the devouring fierceness of his hard lips. It wasn't a practiced sensual's kiss at all. It was flash-fire need, hunger, desire, all out of control. 
It gave her an odd feeling of pride that she could throw him off balance, and as much as it shamed her to admit it, even in the privacy of her mind. His jealousy of Harley made her even hungrier for him. His body began to swell, and an old instinct jerked him out of her embrace. He stepped back, fighting the desire that taunted every muscle he had. The unexpected expected explosion left him shocked and uncertain they were both breathing uncertainly staring at each other more like combatants than lover i don't like harley touching you he said bluntly bristling with possessive instincts he hadn't known yet i noticed he sounded breathless his green eyes slid down her body and back up again with desire and possession equally mixed you're pregnant <laughs> she nodded somewhere deep in her mind she wished it was size baby that was disloyal to walton she should be ashamed her hand went protectively to her waistline. He muttered something under his breath and stepped back. I shouldn't have touched you, he bit off. God knows I'm trying not to. My manager if you'd stop tempting me with tight jeans and shirts cut down to the navel in front. <laughs> she did, so that was why he kept his distance. She was pregnant and he felt that he should be trying to take care of her and not make love to her. But he wanted her. She knew it in every cell of her body and made her glow with new delight with hope he got his breath back and glared at harley's fixing the truck make sure he stays out there if you don't tell him i will and i won't be diplomatic <laughs> she wasn't off offended by the possessive note in his deep voice she liked it all right say his eyes narrowed her comp her complainants unexpected knocked the fire off of his temper stay inside and keep the doors locked Okay. Don't assume that you're safe just because Harley's in the garage, he had a tone. He isn't half as savvy as he thinks he is, and he's never dealt with men like Lopez. Okay, she repeated with a smile. He drew an heavy breath. There's a loaded pistol in my middle dress drawer, just in case. I'll remember. Her mouth was swollen from the pressure of his, and it gave him a feeling of pride to see her disheveled and flustered because of him. He didn't smile, but his eyes did. Are you leaving? She asked breathlessly. Yes. He dragged his eyes away from her to check his watch. I've got to drive up to Kingsville to see a man about some new bulls. She knew where he was going the minute he mentioned the town, and her soft sigh was all too audible. I went on a tour of that ranch once with Dad, she said. Made our little operation look like a milkmaid enterprise. They have some beautiful breeding stock. I like Santa Greta's cattle, he said. No better place to buy them than where the foundation hurt originated. His eyes narrowed again as he stood here. While I'm gone, don't go out of the house for any reason. Harley will have the house inside all the time, and I've got surveillance equipment linked to Eb Scott's place. If anything happens that Harley can't handle, Eb can be here in five minutes. You aren't afraid by yourself? By myself, she explained. Sigh, have you noticed those 15 cowboys who work for you? Only six of them work here full time, and more of them are around the ranch house for most of the day, except early in the morning and late in the afternoon. He told her, Harley's working on one of the cattle trucks, which is the only reason that he'll be, be nearby. If you need him, push the intercom button, and he'll come right up. He indicated the button next to the wall phone in the dining room. He hated having to tell her that. He hated the idea of Harley anywhere near, and keep all the doors locked. You're worried, together. I've heard a few things. Yes, I'm worried. Humor me. She shrugged and smiled at him. Okay, boss. His eyebrow lifted, and he smiled. Oh, that sounds sweet. You know, but yeah, I know it's just lip service. You smile, nod your head when I tell you for your own good not to do something. And then you go right around and do it in a minute. My back's turned. It always worked with Dad, she missed. It's a waste of time to argue with some men, she added. He reached for his hat on the wall. And he, and some women, he kind of watched her so. 
You do that too, she returns mine. You're not on Lopez's good list either. He propped his hat on his head as the back door opened to meet Harley. He glanced at Lisa from under the white room. Yes, but Lopez doesn't like to take unnecessary. Yes, but Lopez doesn't like to take unnecessary chances, and he's already had one bad brush with the law. He began as Harley's footstep began audible behind him. He won't come here unless he gets pretty desperate. Because he knows I'm here, Mrs. Monroe, Harley interrupted with an irresistible grin at his boss in their house. Cause nothing's gonna, nobody's going to lay a finger on you while I'm on the job. Of course, Lisa said it didn't dare look at Cy. I just came in to get a soft drink. It's thirsty work. You uh, don't mind, boss? Yeah, Cy's wearing I don't mind, Cy lied. But don't get careless. He told his young foreman and with more than usual caution. Lopez won't. Harley dismissed Lopez and his entire organization with a flick of his hand. All the same, he won't come around here. So I wanted to argue the point, but the younger man was in a concrete mindset, and he wouldn't listen to reason. He just had to hope that Harley wouldn't do something stupid. I'll be back late. Remember to keep the doors locked, he cautiously said. You bet. He laughed rather reluctantly. Harley got himself a cold drink out of the refrigerator and paused at the back door. Lisa went to the kitchen counter and got out a bowl and a knife and some potatoes and began peeling them for potato salad. I wanted to make sure I hadn't got you into trouble. Harley said she was like, Mr. Parks was pretty hot when he came in. It's all right, she assured him as well. He's protected of me because of the baby, she added. Harley comes. I should have realized that. He's not a man who had much to do with women, you see. He shrugged. That seemed like a violent jealousy to Harley, but now Mr. Park's ill temper seemed justified. He wouldn't want anyone making passes at her when she was pregnant. Of course, he added silently as he looked at her. She did seem somewhat flustered, and her mouth was swollen. He wondered. Don't you want that soft drink in a glass with some ice? She asked. His, his serenity was making her nervous. No, thanks. This is fine. Well, if you need me, just call Mrs. Monroe. I'll be trying to find the oil leak in that engine. He looked as if he found several. She mused, judging from all the black stains on his once white sweatshirts, never ceased to amaze her that Harley always found something white to put on when he was doing, was going to do a dirty job. I know where th I know where the intercom button is, she assured him, but I don't think I'll need to use it. You never know. I'll lock the door as I go out. See you later. Sure. He locked the door and moved slowly toward the ga garage. Lisa watched him walk back to the garage with a slight frown between her eyes. Cy was unusually worried about Lopez, and it made her uneasy. Surely the man wasn't going to risk having any more men picked up by the sheriff. After all, he lost two in the midnight raid on Lisa's house that had prompted Cy to bring her here to stay with him. On the other hand, she had to admit, if the man based his reputation on keeping his word, he couldn't afford not to make good on a threat but she was fairly certain that lopez was long gone otherwise why would Cy have gone off in the first place reassured she went to the kitchen put lopez's fulfilled forceful out of her thoughts and peeled the rest of the potatoes harley finished most of his repairs on the truck and came back into the house for another drink liberally stained with grease and a noticeable gut on the back of one lean hand it was bleeding there was even a little grease in his crew cut sandy hair here, Lisa said at once, leading them to the kitchen. Wash that with antibacterial soap while I find a bandage. It's nothing much, Mrs. Monroe, he protests, but very weakly. She smiled to herself as she fetched a piece of bandages from the kitchen cabinet and began peeling one apart to cover the deep scratch after it was clean. I wish you would have been with us in Africa, he observed wordily, his blue eyes twinkling. Several of us got banged up out in the bush. 
in the bush with the lions? He explained. He held out his dry hand for her to put on the bench. Then you didn't see any lions, he remarked. But there were plenty of gorillas. Not the furry kind, either. He sighed and smiled dreamily. That's the life, Mrs. Monroe, fighting for principles and a king's ransom and loot. When I get another two or three training courses under my belt, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going back to Africa to make my fortune. Or get yourself shot, she observed. Not a chance. I'm too handy with close-quarter weapons. He looked as if he could strut sitting as he said it. My instructor said he'd never seen anybody. He was such a natural in martial arts. And I can throw a knife, too. It wouldn't do so much good if the other guy had a gun, would it? She asked innocently. It isn't so hard to disarm a man if you know how, he said confidently. They taught us a lot of tricks. I guarantee you there isn't a man alive who could threaten me with a gun. I know my business. Lisa almost winced at the certainty in his tone. He was young, probably not much older than she was, and she couldn't help thinking that a little knowledge could be a dangerous thing. Thanks for patching me up. He told her with a grin, I found the leak. Now all I have to do is put all the parts back on the truck without having any left over. She laughed as she put away the bandages. I'd have backfuls left over. She moves, I can cook and work horses and cattle, but I don't know a thing about engines. My dad's a mechanic, he told her. He has his own garage. I grew up learning how to fix things. It comes in handy on a ranch this size, even though we have a full-time mechanic on the payroll. Shook his head. It must cost a fortune to run a place like this. I guess Mr. Parks inherited his. She went back to her potatoes, her head down as she had. You don't think he might have worked for it? Not many professions that pay that kind of money he has, from what I've heard, he said. Besides, he's not exactly a risk taker. He doesn't do much of the heavy work around here, and he really favors that left arm from time to time. I guess it still hurts him sometimes. I guess she didn't add that he might change his mind about Cy if you ever saw him dressed in black and carrying an automatic weapon. Thanks for the first aid, he told her as he retrieved another soft drink from the refrigerator and closed it. Better get back to work. He went out and the door locked behind him. Lisa forced herself not to think about that hungry kiss she and Cy shared in the living room, or if Cy was going to draw back into his shell again. He was a complex and attractive man, but she seemed to be off limits. Pity they had so much in common. End of chapter 6.